1: This is how we do it. Okay, settle down. Settle down. Oh, we're not singing? Welcome, everybody. Uh, Welcome to Thoughts That Rock. We are the podcast. It's about giving you one piece of incredible, life-changing advice and uh, we try to do it in about thirty minutes and that's what we're gonna do today. And uh, today's a special one. We're very excited. We are here recording live at NAM. We are live at NAM. N- what is NAM
2: for those that are listening in the Ether World but they're not here? What does NAM stand for? It's the uh,
1: the National uh, Association of M- Music Ms. M M's. M Ms. I, I like lot, the, blue ones. the last
2: M throws me every time. Music <laughs> merchants. Music merchants. Mer-
1: merchandise
2: there is some merchandising that's okay.
1: Here. Brand tell us who were uh who we're affiliated with. Well, we are we are very excited. Um, the uh, the we basically do this to support Cannibal Kids Cancer, yep. uh, which is a foundation that looks for answers when people have been told they've run out of options. They create options. Their their slogan is if they can't find it, they fund it. Yep. And so everything we do goes to support Cannonball Kids Cancer.
2: Yeah, and listen, they're, they're an awesome organization. But just real quick, we know how busy everybody is. And just trying to find some leadership nuggets, just a step away yep. to amp up your life. They're hard to come by. We totally yeah. get that. Life's coming at you at about 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Doesn't actually matter what you're doing right now. You could be, let's say, restringing your dulcimer. Pring. Maybe you're cutting out some letters for a ransom note. Uh-oh. Maybe you're trying on some Spanx, trying to put those underneath your leather pants. doesn't
1: really matter. <laughs> Do they make Spanx
2: in black? They still make Spanx, period. I stop. don't know.
1: I've seen a lot of them.
2: We're so excited you're here. We just want to amp up your life, and we got a really special guest that's going to be with us. Who is that brand? Yes,
1: our guest today is a legend. We are, are very, very excited. Would you please put your hands together for Meredith McClung? Meredith McClung right here. Yes, she's going to join us. Woo-woo! Meredith Hello. Is the owner and president of Kaiser Musical... Products. 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 Yes. The Kaiser Capo, for those you that are familiar. Been using Kaiser products myself for the better part of 20 years. Uh, Meredith and I have known each other for a few years. Uh, we were introduced by uh, uh, Jen Lowe, who is a, a percussionist extraordinaire, and... Uh, We started to uh, look at different ways to work together. And what we found that was just incredible is, at least for me with Kaiser, the capo allows you to change what's possible. So you don't have to learn... The 8,000 chords that you need to. If you can use the capo, you can actually be able to change what's possible for the beginner. And for us, it's sort of what we're looking to do. We want to find that piece of advice that can change what's possible for those that are listening. And so it was just the perfect thing. Her background is pretty amazing. It is. It is. Now, some of it, I think, I don't even know if it's real. I know she was a Spanish teacher, right? Yeah. Correct. That is correct. Correct. And, and she was on the debate team at <laughs> UT. <laughs> yes, she was. Yes. Right. She was a goat farm. No, she was not a goat farmer. That no. one's incorrect. She
2: actually was a tire technician for a very local pit
0: crew. You it was were- a dirt track. Dirt track, uh, that's all right. Stock car racing. Any rednecks in the house? No? That's How what many I- of you yeah.
1: can say you were a tire technician on a dirt track? <laughs> Come on. That's amazing. That's amazing. None. Well, listen, we are super excited that you're here. Um, You know, we do things a little bit differently here. We just like to jump right to the meat and potatoes. So we're going to ask you the same question we ask everyone who's a guest on our show, which is, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given?
0: Four Step Rock! Well, several people have given me fantastic advice. The first thing that I, you know, can think of is I was told um, measure twice and cut once. And just all that is to me is doing a good, thorough job and bringing integrity to everything that you do. And, you know, it's just that that can be applied to life, but it can also be applied to leadership. So,
2: first off, when you talk about that, I mean... I used to work at Hard Rock. I was there for 21 years. I love that brand. One of the cornerstones was double-checking. Sort yes. of the same thing, but I would get nervous even just doing it twice. You almost want to measure three, four times. Sure, however many
0: times it takes. But um, I think in this society where um, it's more about everything has to – it's just a quick. It's like a quick society. I can't even think of a better a better word for it. But everything uh, – You expect everything to happen immediately, I guess, because of technology, and we don't take the time to check ourselves and double-check and triple-check. And so I guess that's where that came from. And that kind of goes over into our manufacturing, um, our quality control process. Our capos pass through 36 different sets of hands from the beginning of the process to the very end of the process, and we're very proud of that. We're um, the only quick-change capo that's made— in the United States, made in Texas. And so, um, you know, that advice was given to me as a teenager. I was 13 years old, got my first job. And so when I was 16, I was able to buy my own vehicle. And so, um, and that's just because I was diligent and I was good at every job that I did because I wanted to be good because I tried hard. And we bring that to our manufacturing. And so I guess I bring that in, in the leadership at Kaiser. And
2: yeah. So, quick question. Uh, what happens when somebody doesn't do that from a leadership standpoint? Let's say yeah. they they only measure once well, if they even do that, and then they actually...
1: We had a running bet that that's how the cut capo was formed with the Cut you, capo. Somebody did not measure one. <laughs> they,
0: they, <laughs> no, actually, artists <laughs> were taking our capos and literally getting a saw and cutting them, uh, and that's how that happened. And then that's we amazing. just had somebody come along and said, hey... I came up with a cut capo, but really there were probably about 10 different people that invented that one. Sure. Yeah. And, and so, um, I, well, what happens is what I saw happen. So I started working for Uncle, my Uncle Milton uh, in 2012 with no business experience. I was a high school teacher, and then I worked in the petroleum industry. And so, zero background. I grew up knowing my uncle and knowing what he did and how hard he worked, but... The reason that he chose me, it was a loyalty and, and a trust issue. He had been surrounded by family and friends his, in, you know, his entire career. Um, he saw something a little bit different in me. He knew I was going to come in and I was going to work hard, even if I didn't have the business background to kind of go along with it. Yeah. So when I started in 2012, um, I had to go in and make some really hard decisions. I had to – it's a family-owned and operated company. I had to let go of family members. So thanks to that, I don't see these people at Thanksgiving anymore. And uh, maybe in in some cases it's a good thing, but for the most part, you know, it's sad when you have to let go of family members, but for the, for the good of the business, you have to make these really difficult decisions and and that's what I had to do. I had to measure a gazillion times. Do I really want to let go of, you know, uncle Steve and then, um, if all signs point to yes, then you have to sit down with them and you make the, the hard decision, let them go. And whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I
1: think that's probably one of the hardest leadership lessons is sometimes the people who get you to where you are are not the people who are going to take you where you want to go.
0: Ooh, exactly. Right?
1: And so sometimes it comes down to, to making those decisions. But I guess my question is... I mean we are literally in a in a place called the Idea Center with the pressure to innovate to innovate to innovate to come to a place like NAM every year and and want to demonstrate something new want to show what's the latest and greatest how do you do that but also adhere to the strict guidelines of you know, measuring twice and cutting once because sometimes that takes more time than is possible for constant innovation.
0: No, you're correct. So um, we do capos and we do them very, very well. Along the way, we've tried to introduce different products to the market. Some of them have done very well and some of them not so much because we didn't take our time. We didn't test our audience. We didn't figure, we didn't try to, you know, ask the right people, what what do you guys want? What do you want other than a capo? Just guitar accessories, uh, what are you looking for? We thought we knew. And so we rolled out a couple of products, and they tanked. But the, there are great lessons in the failures. And it just all goes back to it. I don't want to keep saying this, but measuring multiple times, and then you make the decision. And uh, that has sustained the company for, of course, we're celebrating 40 years now in the yeah. in the biz. And um it's a capo. That's all it is, is a capo, but it has stood the test of time. And so, um, did that answer your question? It does.
2: I got to tell you, I love that Kaiser capo, and I'll tell you why. Brant is a veteran guitar player, and I'm not. I'm a beginner. And so I knew that if I was ever going to get into this at this age, you know, I'm not going to learn all the chords. I'm basically going to do the old open tuning. I'm going to learn like four chords so I can, when they invite me up on stage to just jam, that's it. That capo does... Change what's possible, it allows you to get into these other keys. So, I know that you've used it, you're a big fan of Kaiser Capos in general. But for me, just coming into this thing as a new thing, I absolutely love that device. So, yeah, if you come with some other products, I'll be one of the first ones in line. But I love the Kaiser Capo.
1: Well, I think it's so here's what I love here's the thing that separates you guys from from everybody else for me, and I think what's an important leadership lesson is that it's simple. It's simple. It's not a incredibly complex, you know, we had to file for 86 patents to get this. And if one thing goes wrong, you got to send it back to the manufacturer to have them repair it. This is something that it's inherent to know how to use it. You squeeze it, you put it on, you let it go, you're done. It's not, I got to twist, I got to turn, I got to move, I got to, you know, pray to the rain gods or whatever is going to come next. Exactly. So how has it worked for you? to be able to keep things as simple as possible, but still innovate?
0: Okay. That's a great question because we recently made some major changes in the company, major changes in the infrastructure and the leadership. And it was all about simplifying my life. Uh, recently, well, you know, last couple of years went through a divorce and I'm a single mother of two children now and realized my kids are 12 and 16. They're growing up. Like my daughter, Right now, she's back in Texas, and she's going to her first dance with a boy. And so, while I would love to be there, this is important. And she's actually really excited to be doing this on her own without mom hovering over, taking photos. But those are the moments that I want to make sure that I'm present for. And so, to simplify that part of my life, just to get back to the basics of being a mom, um, I also didn't want to let go of what Milton entrusted me with. And so I realized I got to bring in some some really great people. That's why um I stepped back from my CEO role and I handed it over to a very capable man. Um we've made some Who's other Who's here. Who Scott's actually here, here, as here as well. Scott Adberry. That's right. And um that has given me the opportunity to if I want to go to the office, I go to the office. But if I want to take my kid to school that day and eat lunch with her, that that's what's important. I found out after starting working for Milton, see Milton was married 6 times and when, yeah. Wait when I, a
2: minute, wait a minute.
0: Yeah, sace. <laughs> yeah, I didn't stutter, did I? Six. And, and, but one of the questions when I, when we were talking about it, I said, what was the reason for each divorce? And he said, I worked too much. Mm. And um, while that had nothing to do with the the demise of my marriage, I didn't want to, I don't want my kids to in, you know, 10 years to say my mother worked way too much and we're not close. And so um, I had to stop and take stock. And like you say, simplify my life Mm -hmm. and, you know, leadership in a company, super important, but my leadership role at home is now more important since I'm a single mom.
1: So to me, you know, one of the things that has been my experience of working with, not just with you, but with the whole organization is that the level of service that, that you guys are known for is, is just amazing. And, it's funny because I think this industry in general, me being, so this is like 20, 20 years in the music industry as an artist for myself, but it, it's, it's a scenario where I always find that there's an underlying wave of bitterness. <laughs> that often flows through this industry, um, at least on the players, on the artist side, right? Of I could have, should have, would have, if I just would have had that, or someone would have just seen yes. this, or how can that band be this great when we are so much better, or I just didn't get this, or I just didn't get that. But, you know, it still comes down at the end of the day to be nice. Yes. And and uh, as, as Scott McCain said in this morning's keynote... Just do what you say you're going to do and do it when you say you're going to do it, right? But it's so amazing to me that you can still walk around and still find people that almost seem like annoyed that you're bothering them when they're your customer.
0: Yes, exactly. So
1: what's your approach to making sure that you guys, I mean, when you have a family-owned business reputation is everything absolutely and so how do you keep that reputation intact and and you know get people to adopt that Texas charm that uh, you guys are known for
0: okay so when I uh, started working for Milton and we call it we took the I took the reins for Milton and started leading the company I wanted to build on what he started and that's just hard work like uh, excellent work ethic uh, work until your fingers bleed basically. Um, but then I wanted to take that and kind of, you know, smooth away some of the rough edges and bring the, the, the focus into the, being a family, family owned company, um, still, you know, making everything in Texas, manufacturing in Texas, but, um, just, I guess kind of like what you said, just slow down a little bit. Uh, our customers, I don't feel like they're not going anywhere because we're still creating an excellent product. Slow down. And get to know the people. When people come by, just stop and look them in the eye and have a conversation with them. Shake hands with them. Uh, get to know people. That's one thing. I I hate small talk. I hate. I'm a church goer, and so walking into the church, uh, immediately this social anxiety takes over because I'm going to have to say, "How are you doing? How are you, you know? How's the you know? You, you, it's the diplomacy crap. I want to. I want to shake hands and say, "How are you really doing? I want to you know talk about. Uh, something of substance and not just fluffy stuff. And so, you know, just teach, teaching my team what the people that, you know, that we're serving our customers, they're people, they have problems like we do. And so if we take the time to stop and listen, I think it makes a big difference to to our customers.
2: It does. And, you know, just the time that we've known each other and you've been very, I think, deliberate in just us knowing that you're a faith-based person. I guess if you're okay and want to talk about it, a lot of people don't think spirituality and business can work together. I'm sure that freaks some people out. But I do think that you've done such a phenomenal job in saying, when you talk about worth ethic and how you want to be able to treat people, yes. I mean, you can you can tell that this is the type of person that you are. How has that affected your team? Again, Scott's here, Hillary's here. You know, I would assume that you've taken those Leadership principles that you're learning from some other place, and you're bringing it into the family business, right?
0: Well, obviously, I'm definitely faith-based, but I don't beat people over the head with a Bible. Sure, sure. Um, I want people to look at us and see we're different in the way we treat people, the way we approach people. Um, We're we're not handing out stickers that say John three sixteen. It's just the way we treat people. Um, Kaiser's
1: new 316 capo debuting in April.
0: No, we, no, it is not. It's not. Um, you know, I, again, we're not a nonprofit. We're not faith-based charity. And so we're not going to act like it. But, you know, it's, it's me and the way I approach everything and people and the way I treat people.
2: I love that. And if you think about you were saying that almost everything that you've been involved with, you've been able to move up. And again, it was probably because of that work ethic, just thinking about the way you want to treat people. Almost everything that you've done, you've been able to reach the pinnacle. So that's true. congratulations with that.
0: Thank you very much. It comes to
1: me a lot about what you talk about just about the three C's, right? Is that what it is? Talk a little bit about that because I believe that that's part of the success that they have found is sort of wrapped up into that.
2: Yeah, I, I, when we start to talk, so Brant and I are both speakers. I talk a lot about culture, but I, I mostly talk about you hiring and surrounding yourself with 3C people, meaning they got to have competence, they got to have great character, and you got to have culture fit, which I never used to talk about. I was just happy that somebody could do the gig. That's the competence part. But the character, having the right heart, Being on the same page from a value standpoint, which is what you actually talk about, not looking for an opportunity to do things your way or stealing from you. You know, it's a hard thing to see, I think, in the interview. But once you get past that and you surround yourself, now you're unstoppable. But there is something now to be said about culture fit. You want people that not necessarily look or feel or be exactly like you are, but you can tell when somebody doesn't fit into the organization. So, again, everybody we've met from Kaiser has just been phenomenal, and they fit that mold.
0: Yes, and I, it's taken me seven years to find the right people. We just hired uh, Hillary. She's a she's our marketing director. Phenomenal. If uh, you put her next to somebody else in East Texas, you would say, okay, she doesn't belong here because she's she's kind of got that. She's from Chicago. She's got a gritty edge to her. Um, she's she all talks, tatted up. It's she, awesome. She talks fast. We're like, What? but she she fits perfectly into our culture. Um, I was looking for strong women uh, we 've got plenty of men, and they 're wonderful and I will say this i i' while I love hiring strong women, the men in the industry that i 've looked to for mentorship have been wonderful. They love women and so and not in a a, a you know a perverted sort of way, they just love women they want to promote women and i 'm trying you know, I just want to make sure that women, yeah, we, we're nice to one another and we, we learn to fellowship with one another. But I really think think that, you know, we throw men under the bus way too often. Um, and I, I don't know, I'm not here to do that. I'm here to just say that, you know, a lot of the men that have mentored me in the industry, um, they're, they're very pro-woman.
1: I think it's, you bring up a, an incredibly important point that you know we we have some mutual friends that we've been talking to things like this is you know this last couple of years with the me too movement and and a lot of these other areas that have been a real focus on on equality and making sure that that um there's an equal opportunity for for everyone but at the same time uh we have found and and this is what we've talked to many of our very strong women friends uh strong women sometimes find it hard to support other strong women yes and so <laughs> you know what is your advice for that for 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 not trying to you know prison yard protect your protect your meal and and be willing to share so that the rising tide lifts all boats and it's not just uh, there's not enough room up here there's so few right. there's so few opportunity i don 't want to give that up if i 'm the only one you know well
0: I mean? so first of all there's not that many women uh, statistically speaking in leadership in the music industry versus the men, so I get that. Um, and I love that we have women, you know, leadership mixers and uh, female artists that are really, uh, on the rise, but I, I feel the same way. Um, I hate that women aren't nice to other women. It bugs me. Um, I've had men in the industry be so much nicer to me than some of the women just because I'm a woman. You get to know me. I'm, I'm a really cool person. Okay. No, <laughs> no but, um, I, I love to talk. I love to get to know people. Um, I, I have a pretty diverse background for being, you know, born and raised in East Texas. And so just get to know me and, and befriend me as a, you know, just as a human and pretend like I'm not a woman if that's, if that helps you. But, you know, I've just, I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of working on that, working on nurturing relationships with other female leaders in the industry.
1: That's, that's culture fit, right? I mean, it's it's just culture fit on a grander it scale. Is. It's not within your organization, but it's within the industry.
0: In the industry, And correct. I think
1: that that's something that, again, you can't ignore it, right? You can't just have two of the three Cs and expect people to find success. You've got to have all three. You could try and sneak away with one of them, but I think if you take any of those
2: out of the mix, you're going to struggle. It just means you're going to be working extra hard. And, again, correct. I think you guys have done a fantastic job in fitting the bill for all three.
0: No, Thank you. But like I said, it took seven years to get to this point. Sure and um it's been a struggle and it's been an uphill battle but we're we're there and so um uh, that's why i feel comfortable like yesterday i wasn't feeling well so i didn't come to the show felt completely comfortable leaving um meetings and or meet and greets you know in the hands of my team because i'm that confident in their abilities
1: and and that's I mean, leadership. It's, it's yeah, right? It's leadership, but it also took that time. Yes. So to the to the organizations that may be holding on with white knuckles to, and, and afraid to to let go, um, what's your advice to them that that says, you know, how do you stay patient and focused for that long? I mean, it's not like, look, mm-hmm. we're going to do this for 90 days and things are going to be great. I mean, 7 years is most There's some companies that don't last seven years, no, right? No, you're, you're right. So how do, you, how do you fast forward and stay focused but still allow for the rest of the stuff to happen?
0: You, you know, I'm a positive person by nature. So I think that I've been positive and tried to remain optimistic that one day it's going to get to the point to where I've, I've got the ideal team. And so that's why I'm still here is I'm a positive person because otherwise I would have checked in somewhere a couple of years ago. And so since I didn't do that, I persevered and um, learned the hard lessons by failing, by hiring the wrong people. I've hired several of the wrong people and then having to let them go. What are their
1: names? Okay. No, just kidding. Good.
0: Jim Knight. No. No. um, no, um <laughs> Uh, Hiring the wrong people and then having to let them go, look them in the eye, saying, you know, I'm so sorry. I brought you all the way from wherever it is, and I was wrong. I made the wrong decision. You're not a good fit for the company. That's not easy. No. That's not easy.
2: So as we start to wrap up here, I know, one, um, the Kaiser Capo booth, what number is is the booth that people want to get over there? Scott?
0: 7011. 70-11, 70-11, Seventy
2: eleven, seventy eleven, and uh, obviously, if people were interested at all, if you don't already have one of the musical products from Kaiser, they can go to kaisermusical.com, dot com. Is that right?
0: That's correct. And if you come to the booth, you can make your own Kaiser capo. Boom! It's so much fun. So love cool. that.
1: Listen, we can't thank you enough. You know, we're huge fans of you, um, and uh, thank you for allowing us. This is our first Winter Nam, so we're Winter Nam virgins, yes, and it is. Uh, it's been. Uh, interesting.
0: <laughs> they it's, said it was kind of like going to a comic con.
1: <laughs> it was, yes, yes. The first day I got here, I thought it was 1987, um, but it was it was a lot amazing. Of going on, it was very much yes.
0: But this is a
2: great opportunity for us, uh, for the podcast, to do it as a thoughts at rock live and doing that with our good friend Meredith. We just we couldn't be happier for you spending a little bit of time with us in the idea center. So thank you, guys. Thank you so much. You're thank awesome. You. Give it up for Meredith McClung one more time.
1: Thanks, Meredith.